When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Savage Starlight, the officially unofficial podcast for The Last of Us on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're here for our instant talk, instant take, whatever, instant podcast for uh, the first episode, premiere of the series. Uh, I I feel like I want to get right into it and just say, what'd you think? Because that's what everybody cares about. I thought this was a great first episode of The Last of Us. I thought that it was the, the pace was great. I thought they picked a great spot to end the episode on. I thought the uh, the twin prologues were super effective. Um, I think it's smart to not show too much, you know, zombie action. Uh, I thought the tendrils were fucking creepy um, and, mm-hmm. and very cool. Uh, the, the gut punch delivered at the end of the second prologue delivered. Uh, this is a fan fucking tastic Joel. Oh yeah, this is a a really good Ellie, and I think we're gonna by the end say like, yeah, this is a really really good Ellie. But like, uh, mm-hmm. man, that that just fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you too, pal. Energy that that Ellie has just really just pours through every pore of Bella Ramsey's <laughs> uh, body, every spore. Yeah, uh, that's the word. You're every spore, every spore, and every mm-hmm. pore. Um. I I yeah the fucking sets the costuming is just like perfect. I I I thought this was I thought this was an amazing start. What do you bet? What about you, Jim? Yeah, I'm with you, man. It's it's uh everything clicked. I thought uh, it, so much so that this is one of those shows where I wish I didn't know about and was not like very familiar with the source material. I feel like it did it a disservice by going back and playing the game because it is very the game. Very it is. There's like the game. A lot of dialogue ripped wholesale shots, out of it. Shots directly yep. from cutscenes from sure. the game. Uh, sure. The, the I, I guess I would say like they made some changes. Um, definitely mm-hmm. with some character introductions and stuff that I thought were smart. Given that this is not yep. a game you're playing, but a TV show you're watching. Uh, but yeah, man, I was very impressed by what I saw. And I noticed that like several reviewers who have seen multiple episodes in some cases, the entire seasons have tended to say this is the weakest episode because I guess this was the original director. They got fired and they kind of cribbed things together and they said there's a couple of hiccups and uh, presumably when they're talking about the long first person sequence, they're talking about the the, the car, the truck adventure. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I see I see the herky jerkiness. There's like one part in this third in, in the last third of this episode where it feels literally like the episode skipped a few frames or maybe skipped a scene. It just didn't. But like, honestly, I don't know that anyone but my, but but people that played the video games and, and know exactly what's going on 
would notice that, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it really is jarring to you if you don't have played the video games. You're like, where? Why, why the fuck? What happened? Why is they? Why are they calling Veronica Ellie now? And what? What's like? There, there's yeah. just something missing for me. But everything else just worked at such a high level. And again, every, everything I've heard says that this is kind of like the roughest episode. So if this is. If this is your work, this is this is the the worst one, the one that that has the the highest risk of not working. Then bra fucking vo uh, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I I it, I guess the points where and let me say this up front: um, if you didn't listen to our preview cast and you're just tuning in now, we're not going to do spoilers. So we're we're not here to like say, ha, huh, we know so much about the game, and here's what they did from the game, here's what they didn't do from the game. Absolutely, this right. is a TV show. I'm hoping it'll stand on its own. I can't help but be like have the feelings I'm feeling about the show based mm-hmm. on my familiarity with the game. Uh, I do wonder, like the big thing that stuck out to me is the the mystery. It's not even really that much of a mystery, though, because they no. kind of go over it in the I, it, first episode. But the, this yeah. idea that that Ellie could be immune it is I don't know because I knew it the entire time. And so I'm looking for, I'm watching it. I'm going, well, this is not a mystery to me, but are they doing the mysteries? uh, Well, are they, are they telling that story? And I think they did a couple of times. They would be like, Oh yeah, here's a message from the radio. Right. Uh, And it says something, but we don't know what. And she's like, is this real? Uh, And that like piques your interest. And it really makes you think, wonder like what's going on here. Uh, but when they reveal it, I felt like it was like a half half off screen reveal because a lot of that time during the reveal is spent with Joel. Well, so like I think what you're supposed to understand is the viewer like you are beyond the, like not quite at the third step Martin reveal. But I think you're on the uh-huh. either watch looking at your cell phone or less perceptive viewers. If you don't understand what's going on between the episode, Joel's in the dark. Mm-hmm. That's the tension, and they're going to resolve it. the The resolution of that will be next episode. And I, the thing is, as I thought about that, it's like I think it would be better if they res. I don't know. Uh, part of me wondered if it would be better if they resolved that in this episode. But then, what the hell do you start next episode? Next episode is going to have like this big rant, rip roar, and argument, and you know, kind of like what the fuck is going on? A little bit of exposition. So, like, I think you leave it a little bit missed. But like, I think again, I. I don't know. Like, I never thought that Ellie being immune was a mystery. It was well, it's in the trailer, in the video game. No, I'm saying even when I was the, the Last of Us video game was being marketed, uh. it's like you are escorting a girl who's mysteriously immune to a zombie virus has been affecting the earth for 20 years, and you got to escort her to blah blah blah. Like that was like fucking on the back of the box if they still had back of the boxes, you know. Uh-huh. So I'm like, who who fucking cares? Like this is. This is not a spoiler. It's the premise of the fucking show. Moby Dick is about a white whale. The Tale of Two Cities is about. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like uh, if it's like it's not a fucking spoiler. So, um, I'm yeah. I was I would have been shocked if they would have kept like it a little bit. I was worried actually that they weren't going to deal with it at all and just like kick it to episode two. And I'm like, well, that's gonna be that's gonna be kind of a bummer to talk around. But no, but no, yeah. it's, it's really hard to calibrate though. Like knowing about that and knowing where all of this goes and stuff. It's like, I mean, how do I, how, how do I properly judge like how effectively they told that story? Cause they're mm. not telling me that story. They're telling people who haven't seen I, the I, story. That's yeah. 
I mean, I, I was I was I was processing. I, I mean, I'll be surprised if people like if there's, you know, a lot of people who, again, were playing, paying attention and watching the episode. And also, yeah, I mean, you can't account for people just tune in. You know, it's like, oh, I've heard this Last of Us. I'll say they haven't watched any trailers. They haven't seen any of the advertising, any of the, you know. But, like, again, it's like if it's it's the premise of the show. I, I think it's well established by this episode. Do mm-hmm. you, so, like, I guess that's a possible weakness in your eye that they're I don't know. Up the pr- that's the problem. I really don't know. I can't, like, calibrate on it. Uh, the thing that really I, I loved about this episode, the best scene the entire mm. thing to me is the death of Sarah. I thought that was yes. extremely well done, extremely affecting. They they, yeah. they waste no time at the beginning showing you like this is a model daughter father relationship they've got going on. Like, yeah, they're not perfect. Like, that's what say, it's not even late. model. Yeah, that's but, but that's well, the point. it is. It's like it's like I don't I don't know father daughter goals, right? Like this. They yeah. forgive each other. They're not perfect. Right. They know that. They realize that. They understand each other. They care about each other. They love each other. And then mm-hmm. that happens. And it's just so fucking devastating. And, and the, it really the way is. they put it on screen here, it got me. It got me, man. I was super choked up. Even though you know, I know it's coming, the, right? Like, I, I knew I, exactly. I know, and it happens exactly like in the game. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it still got me. So, bravo. Yeah, when that zombie got shot in the head, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's Tommy. But I'm like, oh, no, it's not Tommy. Uh-huh. And then as soon, yeah, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they did that perfect. And e- even bracing for it it's and, and knowing it's coming, it, I, I thought it was, you know, again, I'm a dad. It doesn't take much to hit that button. But even so, it was like ding, 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 ding. It was really hitting that button for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like Duco. Um, and the, the sitting Zelda, in his chair, like, shitting his pants and ringing his button. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like they bring that back, and um, you know, when suddenly Joel's got a gun on him, some official that's got another child in danger, and he like just snaps, and he like savagely beats this guy to death. It connects back. It's like you understand, like that trauma is just, and it was such a great effect. Like fifty-six-year-old Joel, like a lightning flash, and you see thirty-six-year-old Joel. I thought that was extremely effective. Um, yeah, no, it is. It is. So are you gonna you're gonna talk shit about the aging? Because like I I man, yeah, I just thought I like don't they think did Pedro looks really? fifty six. I'm they put a splash of gray in his hair. But fifty six <sighs> is fucking old. Saying that is an almost forty one year old. Fifty six hey, is man. fucking old. Hey man, it's the wonders of diet and exercise and plastic surgery. In, I, I, in the well, apocalypse, the fungal apocalypse, yeah, that fungus really deages you. You get a little bit of that coursing through your veins. How old is Pedro? Isn't he fifty? I don't know. <laughs> I think might, you're you're, might you're sucking the ghost of his youth's dick too hard or something. The man's forty-seven <laughs> years old, so he's a year older than me. So nine years. You're right. And, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think they did, but when, when they flash back and forth, I think with between the hair, between he's a little bit thicker, I think in the the in just I think he he kind of moves like when he gets up, he's got like you know oh, yeah. I, I liked yeah. when you know he kind of like closes his eyes and boom, it's nighttime and he gets up and his shoulders hurting and all I, yeah yeah it's uh if you want to see a middle aged man kick ass this is this is going to be a show for you I'm I'm guessing and, and I guess he got the good genes right like his hair is going to stay dark until he's seventy or whatever and. I mean, yeah. Some people, some, some people, people have do. all the luck. By the way, before we go much further, uh, just so you know, everyone, it's on the live show with us, and there's just just tons, man. I can't believe mm-hmm. there's over. We got we got triple digits in the audience tonight. This is like House of the Dragon level excitement. Uh, anything you can and do say in chat or do say in chat can and will be used 
for you in the instant talk, uh, which will begin as soon as we're done with our little mini review. Um, so yes, and that, and also uh, don't forget Tlu T L O U at baldmove.com is how you send long form feedback for. It's probably going to be a feedback episode out Thursday. I'm guessing we're going to have a lot of feedback on this one. Um, I think the apocalypse, the fungal apocalypse, takes more of a toll on your body than working construction until you're 56. <laughs> I don't know. You think man, he's worse that's... off in this apocalypse or better off? Oof, because like this, uh, this menial work takes it out of your body and soul. Like shoving True. kids into the burn pile is it's uh, laying bricks, you know. Yeah. Laying bricks don't give you the deep sadness. It mm-hmm. gives you sadness, but not the deep sadness. Um, that was Jesus. That too. The kid being executed. I'm just thinking of all these brilliant scenes. That kid being executed, where it's like you see the red flash on the scanner, and then instantly she's like, "Oh, you're going to get all the toys and all the love and all the food." And it's like, "Oh fuck." Um, I was confused by that because I thought red meant they weren't infected. But really, then the body, they showed the green shoes and I was like, oh, well, I was wrong about that. (laughs) Huh. You flash red for the test if it's if it's a good thing, huh? No, you're right. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But also, red you're typically type of guy, means like... You're the type of guy who no? plays 60s music on the radio if things are, are in danger. You know, you just got everything wired backwards. 80s the, is all cool. The mamas and the papas, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're going to get people killed, Jim. You're going to get people Screw killed. Me. I'll tell you Don't where let I this get guy my <laughs> Don't let this guy design medical equipment, okay? It's going to go bad. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. What else, what else we want to t- uh, talk about? Um... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints. Except, it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, (laughs) now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim, order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar, then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. 
the thrills of King's Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. Damn, there's such good stuff. Um, I thought like the there's so many good creepy things too. Like the, when you first see the old lady, kind of like the yeah. fungus is experimenting with her brain, and she's doing that weird shit that nobody sees. And uh, the way the mushroom people feed on their victims that they're just it's like a vampiric kind of thing. You know, oh, I was man. wondering like how are they going to do this initial outbreak because in the game it's spores and you can see like spores spreading uncontrollably to people because it's airborne or whatever. And they bring that up in the very first scene. Right. Uh, but I'm thinking, okay, how did tendrils spread? Tendrils aren't something like what you're going to sit on the toilet and a toilet snake's going to come up and convert you. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I didn't see it happening. Like, Oh, they bite you. But then like they're just opening a fissure in your skin to get the tendrils in that comes out of it their seem, mouth. It, it it seems like, yeah, the tendrils are very short range, but I, I wonder if some of them will have longer range, but I, I don't know. Like, um, the more I think about it, the more I think the spores probably wouldn't, it's just, it's a gameplay element, you know? Um, it's it it makes you put on the masks and then it, it, it does this and that. I, I don't know that it really serves much purpose in, in in the you know because it's not like there were sequences where you had to remember to put on the mask like it's it's mm. the you just like it just like when you walked into a building that had spores in it they'd they'd note it and put on their mask and that was that so it's like yeah yeah why would you want to put their you know cover these people's faces why'd you want a mandalorian pedro pascal if you can just be like ah oh, fuck it it's tendrils <laughs> it's in his contract i'll yeah. show my face He's more a- than 10 seconds at a time yeah, the rest of the season, he's just going to be in a fucking level three biohazard gas mask. Mm-hmm. Um, they they also build the world really well. I think that introducing the fireflies and, uh, you know, they're uh, they have like narratives about them. They're terrorists. But if you, you know, but they're also friends with Joel and they're trying to get this, uh, you know, girl that's uh, some kind of hope for the future out. Um, the way they're recruiting, it's kind of like a, like a cult, like you're kind of suspicious of it, but also you've got admiration for, um, the Fedra, like they're not evil, but they're not good. And it's like, you know, are they carrying things too far, executing people going out from behind? I don't know, because it's this fucking zombie apocalypse. I, you know, people's appetite for martial law probably goes up in those kind of, I I just like the way they did the world building with the rations and everything. It just, everything just worked, man. It did. No, the thing that the so I'm a Firefly sympathist, I guess. Um, I'm sympathetic to their their cause, like fighting a revolution against what is clearly a military Abort, dictatorship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing that gets me about Fedra is they have laws that say or regulations that say uh, punishable by death by hanging in the town square no one can leave this place. That is, that's just a, def- that's a prison. That's a prison. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. That's slavery. That's not something I'm in for. So Fedra so is society evil. Society collapses. We descend into barbarism. There's no Rick and Ale- Alexander lost. They right. got rolled yeah. up by, yeah. No. So um, I, I'm on the Firefly side. Like revolution against that. Yes. Count me in. 
it's pretty grim. It's pretty grim. They got raiders and slavers. Like they, they're just like all these things about yeah. like, and that's the thing. It's like, you think it's grim and Federer controlled Boston, but like what you hear about the outside and the fact that it's full of fungus people and whatnot, it's like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like it, nothing in this game nothing in this world is like black and white. There's so much moral ambiguity. It's like, well, maybe you should do like, I could do Fedra better. I don't know that I could do Fedra better. You know, if you're trying to keep the last embers of a dying species together and everyone, everyone has to fucking pull their, and ev- but then there's also this thriving black mark. I mean, it's, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be whatever fucking administrator is running the show. Um, yeah. I wouldn't want to be in this world period. I just, yeah. If, if, if the zombies <laughs> right. take, uh, if the zombies take over the world, I'm just, yeah, I, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to opt out. Um, do we got much else to say? Uh, Probably, but I think I I, th- I I know that people have a lot of questions and a lot of stuff to mm-hmm. say. So I'm kind of itching to get to the instant talk portion of the podcast. We we are going to have was, a podcast Tuesday where we can just go deep dive on this whole thing. So I was surprised how funny it was. Like uh, everything up front with um, Joel and his daughter had uh-huh. to kind of work and click, and a lot of that was through kind of humor and you know uh, Pedro being wry. And he just like I said, he just he just really nails Joel. Um, just like the mannerisms, the way he kind of moves, the the body language. It's just I I was just really in particular blown away, uh, by by that whole performance. And I again, I was surprised at how funny it was. Most of it's coming from you know Bella being just a rambunctious, irrepressible Ellie. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, there's some 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 real good stuff in there. Um, so this is where we're gonna stop the instant take. Uh, we're over the moon for this show so far. Uh, and I, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like this is gonna be this this season's gonna be a lot of fun. I've heard no no red flags. Period. Other than this first episode might be a little rough for some people. So if you if you got this and you're wanting more, I think we're gonna be really pleased with this season. Uh, T Lou at baldmove.com is how you want to send us feedback for the either the main show or the feedback show if we get enough of it. Um, and, uh, if you want to join us on the instant talk episode live next week, join the club. If you want to get an archive of the instant talk, uh, after the episode, um, also join the club support We're going to head on over into the instant talk portion now. <laughs> 